Do you like to flip through pictures of Chris Pratt selfies but feel weird about doing it for two hours? Then boy do we have a film for you. Join Chris Pratt and his ragtag group of ninja scientists while they fight aliens and practice looking into the camera with all three emotions. Anger, grief, and badassedness. We have time travel. We have aliens. We have the dude from State Farm. We have everything a classic war movie should have. Plus time travel and aliens. Back-to-back father-daughter gunfights. Back-to-back father-son gunfights. And of course, the lovable black guy. Spoiler alert, he makes it to the end of the movie. So join us for tomorrow, War, because why save your war for today when you can do it tomorrow? Hey, thanks, Ryan and Jason. This is Eric and Jay Vaughn, friends of the show. This is going to be Eric and Jay Vaughn's pros and cons, where we uh, go over movies that are off the beaten path for where Ryan and Jason would normally go. We're going to be breaking down our pros and cons act by act of a different movie uh, as much as we can get airtime. This week, we are going over the movie that's on Amazon Prime streaming right now called Tomorrow War, starring Chris Pratt. Eric, since we all know you love Chris Pratt, he's actually asked for you to stop sending the letters. Why don't you start with the pros of the movie as if I don't know what you're going to say? Full disclosure, Star-Lord is my man crush. There, I've said it. It's out there. That also ties into my pros, uh, Star-Lord and the State Farm guy being in this movie. I didn't know another soul in this entire film, but uh, that's where I'm going with that. I like I, I Star-Lord. And if Star-Lord would have been in this movie, it would have been 100% better. But it wasn't Star-Lord. Oh, no. Star -Lord, make no mistake. He was Star-Lord. He's Star-Lord in every movie. It's just a matter of what version of Star-Lord you're getting. Star-Lord had charisma and writing, uh, things that this movie lacked. I Whoa, will. That is hurtful. Well, I disagree. I, I, I happen to enjoy this movie. Mostly. So we'll, <laughs> we'll start with the first act. What was your favorite part uh, about the first act besides the fact that you saw Chris Pratt uh, on film? All right, pro. Chris Pratt is a Green Beret, we find out in this movie. Shout out to my army people out there. Keep it, keep it green, baby. And where um, do Green Berets go after they retire? Apparently, all of them go to teaching. <laughs> Biology, apparently, or chemistry of some sort. Well, if you've seen Substitute 1, 2, 3, or 4, that's what they do. Pro, for me, in the first act of the movie, we do establish that. I think you're a little aggressive with the pro there. I think you need to just back that down a little bit. It just came off a little salty. I'm trying to try to project some pros instead of spending a bunch of time talking about the cons. Pro for me, that we establish time travel, aliens, and an extension-level event in the first act of the movie. True. That was Con. all good. Everybody that's going to die in the movie, they don't bother to develop, so it doesn't matter. Chris Pratt has a conversation with a little girl on the couch who would Seems like she's a neighbor's kid. Turns out it's his daughter. There's no charisma with him whatsoever. And we really don't even know if Chris Pratt lives in this house that he's at. If this were Star Trek, everyone's wearing a red shirt except for Chris Pratt and like three other people. I just want to point that out. <laughs> Everyone here is going to die. Everyone is Human Jones or Johnson, the people that don't make it back. And Chris Pratt tries to reassure him that it's going to be okay. But it really doesn't seem like it's going to be. I love the amalgamation of... Time travel, aliens, and ass-kicking. That was definitely a pro for me. Uh, con, this is full of plot holes that uh, could be shot throughout just about every part of this movie. But I digress. Con for me, they're kidnapping people that live in 2022 to go fight a war in 2050, 
And that's a matter of perspective. You say kidnapping and I say conscripted. I mean, it's just two totally different things. People took him forcibly from one place to another. They gave him the option? Gave him a metal bionic commando bracelet and told him you have seven days to get your affairs in order. No, 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 no. He had 24 hours to get his shit together. He had seven day tour duty. That Correct. which I find is a pro. Anybody who's done a tour of season seven days, I can do that shit standing on my head. So every seven days they have a time travel jump. Uh, apparently the aliens sleep on Sundays or the Sabbath. I don't roll on Shavis. And that's when time travel's possible. So we go to the second act of the movie. Pro for me, we establish all the characters that you immediately know are going to make it and not make it. Uh, pro for me, uh, tours of duty are seven days. Also, uh, another pro for me, we get to see some uh, live action combat. There are some up close and personal scenes with uh, the, the team and said aliens. So it gets into it fairly quickly and you realize that everyone is effed. Pro for me, we meet uh, the uh, crazy people that have re-enlisted, uh, that are on team We Don't Get Eaten, uh, which if there was a team Get Eaten and Not Get Eaten, I want to be on team Not Get Eaten, uh, where uh, we see some of As the people As opposed to that, Team Eat Everything, which is what you've been doing I so have been far. on Team Eat Everything, but you know we've been <laughs> locked down and food is delicious. We're on Team Gravy over here. <laughs> which bothers me. Con, fat guy in the movie, is definitely alien food, and even he knows it, and they don't even try to train these people properly. So con for me is that they go through the trouble of explaining how time travel works, but they don't bother until after the first alien fight to say, oh yeah, by the way, you gotta shoot them in the neck or the belly because they're bulletproof everywhere else. So con for me that they're just serving up humanity. I think I know why only 30% of the people return. I think it's because of the crappy uh, on-the-job training don't tell me about time travel. How about you tell me how to kill these things? I would think that'd be in the beginning of the movie. That's a con for me. Uh, that was also a con for me, the lack of training there. Uh, they didn't really expand upon it. They, there's like a brief scene where they talk about, hey, make sure you shoot in the biggest mass target area. But I would think that if this is the only way to bring down this horrifying beast that you would tell me, hey, dumbass, you got to shoot this thing in the gut to kill it. May have been helpful. Con for me? Being reassured by Chris Pratt instead of him saying, hey, this is how you use this machine gun. Don't just tell me everything's going to be okay, Chris Pratt, and stare at me. I know that'll work for my co-host. I believe he prefers Star-Lord. I would prefer Star-Lord. <laughs> but either way, being reassured by Chris Pratt, either about dinosaurs or aliens, does not comfort me. Uh, this movie put me in a weird place because it actually made me think to myself, if I was in Star-Lord's situation here, how many of my fellow He's soldiers... not Star-Lord. That's inconsequential to the story He's here. Andy Dwyer, then. How dare you? Uh, I immediately thought to myself, how many of my fellow soldiers am I going to have to kill right off rip to make sure that I live through this event? Because these people are clearly undertrained and have no idea what they're doing. I would not walk in front of these people while they're holding a gun. I will say that they didn't even give these people a uniform. Uh, it looked like people were like... <laughs> Some dude's wearing a chef hat at one point in the movie. There's it, definitely a dude wearing a chef hat going to war. Uh, a lot of these people look like they're dressed for a red-eye flight to Miami on Spirit Airlines. Uh, it doesn't seem like uh, they're going to survive. And at some parts of the movie, uh, one of the experienced soldiers says, hey, uh, you're not going to make it uh, to one of our favorite characters. That was actually characters. a pro for me. I liked that he was, he was brutally honest. We don't have time for bullshit here. Dude, you're going to die. Stay away from me. But lovable black guy character actually took his advice and hid for seven days. So, Which takes us into Act 3. Pro, the black guy survives. Shocking. 
Act three, Khan was act three. So we skip ahead <laughs> to where the movie could have already concluded. We go to present day Antarctica. And for me, the con was that the movie went on for about 30 minutes longer than we had needed it to. I, I agree. The movie could have ended with Chris Pratt coming back. You know, you don't go on after the money shot. There's not an, ex, an additional scene that's shot after that. The money shot, done. Deal. Chris Pratt comes back. That is the money shot. They should have cut the credits and gave us the Remember the Titans. Uh, So-and-so <laughs> went on to work at, uh, at Radio Shack. Easy. You a do manager. a montage. You do it silently. You put black and white pictures. Show them producing the vaccine. They're all happy. Vaccine. The, uh, the anti-venom, whatever the hell they're producing. Whatever's going to kill some aliens. Is that what it was? It was a toxin. It, that part didn't work for me. Pro, this is the first time I've ever seen a chemistry montage where they're getting the riboflavins together and the polypeptides and they're showing them coming together. Uh, Chris Pratt and his future daughter working on it together. Uh, it was a very short chemistry montage, but I know they don't get their due. Uh, it was almost as much fun as seeing uh, Danielson's uh, montage. Gosh. No references to Cobra Kai in this, in this podcast. Uh, it was um, Friday Kid, buddy. Pro, at the end of the movie, it was kind of clever that they tried to say that humans were their own undoing because we basically thawed out these aliens to come kill us uh, because we're rotten people. So I guess Leonardo DiCaprio was right. We should all drive Priuses or be eaten by 10-foot <laughs> aliens that can knock over Humvees and shoot spikes Look, out of their man, claws. those things were effing scary. Whoever put this movie together was not on the alien disclosure PR team. There's one part of the movie where they say, can we see pictures of what we're going against? And the training lady uh, tells her, if you saw pictures of what you were going against, we'd never get you to go, which I found was funny because they kidnapped him in the first place. They didn't kidnap him. They got drafted. It's uh, forcibly drafted immediately. For the, it's for the sake of humanity. I have to agree. Uh, the aliens, when you do finally get to see them, they're about 10 feet tall. They have tentacles like Dr. Octopus. They shoot out these uh, razor claws, and they're pretty much bulletproof. Uh, they definitely tell you why we're losing this war. That and the terrible training program <laughs> is why only 30% of people come back, and when they come back, they're missing limbs and, and are in alien support groups. Yeah, the alien support groups was definitely uh, pivotal for that. So wrapping up on the third act, you know, we obviously had mixed emotions about it. Would you recommend this movie to, do you think you had more pros or cons? Uh, definitely more pros. Uh, a lot yourself, 20 minutes less time than the movie has in it. Just leave when Chris Pratt comes back. After that, you can pretty much walk away clean from this movie and feel pretty strong about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree, uh, as much as the writing left something to be desired, uh, if you don't watch the entire movie, then... It's actually a pretty good flick. You it's will have wasted 20 minutes that really ruined it for me. Exactly. They got a little greedy. They wanted us to see uh, one more back-to-back father-son gunfight. Oh, you know, another con. Too much discussion about the Miami Dolphins. Nobody likes the Dolphins. People on the Dolphins don't even like the Dolphins. <laughs> But that's going, to be, uh, that's going to be Eric and Javon's pros and cons on Tomorrow War. Go uh, see it. I, don't see it. I see it. Go see it. Just not the last 20 minutes. <laughs> or the first 40 minutes. 